Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Some folks say that grown-up men are still just little boys That really the only difference is the price of our toys We go for macho symbols like guns and running shoes Pickup trucks, hunting ducks, and power tools Power tools Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Uh, Saturday's Home and Garden Program brought to you in part by the Michelas Corporation. Water storms, fire, and wet basements. Life happens. Michelas happens to help you through it. Today, our fine broadcast is being uh, done from Sullivan Hardware and Garden at 71st and Keystone as we celebrate the first day of fall. Yay! And when I see the carts going by, I see pumpkins, pumpkins I see moms, fall annuals. Um, and it just, uh, it's, it's, it's a beautiful day. Can I mention just quickly, really quickly. Sure. When you get your pumpkins this year, just keep in mind that when it's all said and done, that my friends out at Oinking Acres. That's right. They need them for the pigs. They will take your pumpkins. They'll take your jack-o'-lanterns because the pigs out there that are all rescue pigs, great farm owned by, run by a real young Excuse me, did you say... Fantastic individual. Uh, rescue pigs? Uh-huh, these are rescued. These are uh, pigs that have been dropped off because they don't, there's something maybe... Maybe they're a three-legged pig. Right. You know, maybe they're, um, you know, maybe I mean, they're a talking pig or something pigs are that high farmer doesn't need. Yeah. He doesn't know, need that. A doesn't a three-legged pig produce as much bacon as a... Well, not necessarily. So, you know, some people... Here's the other problem. People buy pigs. They think they, you know, oh, this is going to be the best pig adventure of my life oh, as a pet pig. Oh, you think a pet and pig. And now that pig is huge and they don't know what to do with it. So Oinking Acres, uh, out on the west side, they'll take them. Plainfield, I think, is where she is. And uh, she's a young lady and she will... She, they will eat those pumpkins. They would love to have them. So just keep that in mind. Mm. You know, they would love to have your jack-o'-lanterns and your pumpkins uh, when the, when it's all said and done. You know, I think uh, now that I think about it, Eddie Som has a... Uh, he has a, a pig. A real one? Yep. Four-legged? Yep. How many pet, legs pet do pigs? How, what's its name? Uh, I should know. And Pat. Uh, it's, it's named Pat. Where does he keep it? Uh, you know, I, uh, he just kind of roams around, I guess. In the house? Uh, he was a house pig, but now Eddie has a baby. So I'm thinking the pig is... I think the pig might be at, a, at Big Ed's house now. His father. That's wow. what do kids buy a pig, and then they... Drop Take it, it off, off at Dad's dad. house. Sure would have loved to have seen his pig. Hey, I yeah. want to introduce somebody to you, Pat, okay. that you know really, really well. I guess, yeah, our, I guess our conversation about the pigs is over. Yeah, I guess because, goodness. you know what? The, there was no, if you look at your schedule, <laughs> there's put nothing out by on Jenny, about there's the nothing pig. about a pig. We have a lot of pig. friends at uh, 1105 on. Pig wow. Conversation. <laughs> Across Indianapolis, there is a very famous company called Piazza Produce, and they supply a lot of food products. They're dead to us. No, they're not. To restaurants. But one of the operations managers there is a fellow by the name of Scott Lataka. He's a good old Boy Scout, and he came up with something. You got the Man, Zero he, Waste Award, if I remember Scott right. Scott works here. I know he does, but I'm giving you his <laughs> history. Case, I didn't know. Well, if you, no. You just said he worked at Piazza. I said you he know did. him very well. He, he worked at Piazza, and what led to Not this is said. that he, uh, he doesn't <laughs> like to see things go to waste. And so he came up with this idea of composting. You start talking to me about composting, I glazed over. But Scott Lutaka, welcome to the show. 
Thank you very much, Danny. Glad to be on board. <laughs> yeah. So what is it about uh, composting in the kitchen now? Well, you know, um, composting was our final hurdle to get to zero waste. Uh, as facilities manager at Piazza Produce, we had gotten to an 85% um, waste to landfill diversion rate through just comprehensive recycling. But we uh, needed to find a way to get to that 90% to qualify for zero waste. And... Um, so I, did you get a medal or something? Well, I, well, <laughs> he got recognized nationwide. Uh, I mean, he was 20, a big... 2012. Uh, Piazza Produce was the recipient of Mayor Ballard's uh, recycling award, and uh, the the two contenders were Eli Lilly and Piazza Produce. Oh, wow. and it was, won. and we yeah. won. So it was a huge uh, David versus Goliath moment, and uh, very proud of that uh, accomplishment on behalf of the company. So um, how do you get people to do it in the kitchen? You know, so, they've got these. Well, you've, you've got to find out, first of all, what goes in compost? What are you composting in your kitchen? So great question, Terry. Um, so basically, you know, you're looking for your food scraps, um, you know, fruits and veggies, uh, coffee grounds, and coffee filters, paper products, anything that's non-poly coated, non-plastic coated. Uh, we don't recommend putting meat bones in. Um, and then uh, some folks will have a small like a one or one and a half gallon container uh, that they'll keep on their kitchen counter, put those scraps in, and then once every other day or so, they'll take them out to their compost bin, which you want to have at least 10 feet away from your house if, and uh, located in a, in a shady area uh, as opposed to direct sunlight. Do you have to add water to it? Do you have to turn it? Do you need a pitchfork to turn it? Do you need worms? Do you need worms? <laughs> you need worms in it? Tell them that worms are good for composting, right? You don't want worms on your right. kitchen counter. Those are oh, no. four, <laughs> di four different questions, four different statements. Go. All right. Um, well, if you build your uh, your bin yourself, you know, you're going to put it in, a, in an area that's going to be shady. But you can add water if Mother Nature doesn't provide it. You can definitely water it, you know, about every other day because uh, moisture is very important. Um, and uh, your, your, your compost pile uh, residential will get anywhere from 141 to 165 degrees, and that'll kill the, the, the nasty microbes or, or bacteria. How often do you turn it? Um, at least once a week. Uh, some people that are really into their gardening are going to turn it, you know, two or three times a week. Do you divide your uh, compost into last month, this month, next month? I mean, do you have three different compartments or do you put it all in one? Uh, you can separate it. Uh, it just depends on how much space you want to allow. But, uh, you know, if you have a good size uh, compost bin, uh, you're just constantly adding on top. But you want to make sure that the ingredients that you're adding, I mean, there is a recipe, right? So you want to make sure that you have, uh, you know, one part greens, two part browns, and then your air and water. And then to Pat's point about the worms... The worms will find their way into... Oh, they find their way in. They sure But you will. can buy but them on the internet. Yes. And they in a kit. But you know... A composting kit. You not have to buy those worms. They'll, they're in, in nature. They'll find their way, he said. Yeah. But the, well, I'm talking about the one you put in the kitchen. No, no, I don't recommend... Well... Thank you. Thank you, Scott. You hear that? He does not recommend that. In, that. put that in the kitchen? Terry, this is like Field of Dreams. Build it, <laughs> and, and the worms come. will come. But not in the house. But oh. you're keeping it in the house for a while, right? Oh, just for a day or two. Just oh, in a just little for container. a day You're just putting your right. scraps in, and then you take it out to the pile. Yeah. That's it? That's it. You look gobsmacked. <laughs> yeah, you're not... You... All right. It's, composting's not rocket science, Terry. <laughs> Scott, so, did uh, we? Did you talk about? I, I was, uh, I was, you know, I was looking for the name of Eddie Som's pig, and guess what? Eddie Som has a baby, and the pig's out because all I see is 
pictures of Eddie's baby, Birdie. And I, I can't find Birdie. any reference to pig. So maybe you just made it up. No, Eddie, Ed, <laughs> Psalm has a pig. I know he does. Unless it was a special last week. Scott, uh, in, oh. in Boy Scouts back in the 60s, I hated oh, the boy. job of cleaning we go. We go. the garbage cans. <laughs> because garbage cans, they always had maggots, they had all this stuff. How can, does compost have, do we have to deal with any of those type of critters in composting? Only if you do it wrong. Only if you do it wrong. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If if you're managing your, uh, your, your ingredients in your commercial or residential composting and you're keeping it turned, uh, it, it shouldn't be stinky, shouldn't be smelly. And the odors are what's really going to be attractive to, you know, your rats, skunks, possums, raccoons. So, so Scott, uh, before I was interrupted by Denny. Uh, with a scout story from the 60s, I was going to ask, have, have you covered with us, because I was looking for a pig, uh, what kind of compost bin is the best? What do you recommend? Um, you can buy some that are commercially available. Uh, you know, I know we were talking about, uh, we, we've got one that we can access through Do It Best uh, hardware. Uh, it's, a, it's a tumbling bin that you can set up from miracle Grow. Um, but the easiest thing is just to use some uh, some wood. Recommend not pa- using treated. Wood. What about pallets or something? Uh, you can definitely use pallets because that's going to breathe very well. Not everybody has a home. What about those that have an apartment? And not that that's not a home, but I mean they just are like in a. You're like going a back condo to the worm thing, aren't you? Or you know, they, but they want to do this. But that's what I was wondering about: is if it's a something you still could do if you don't have a yard. Terry. I've got the answer. Actually, I have three answers. For those that uh, don't have, <laughs> if, if you have the uh, concrete yard or the concrete balcony, you can still compost. But the Indy, uh, Indianapolis area, central Indiana, has um, two wonderful uh, partners that, that you can contact. Uh, these are dear friends of mine that I've worked with, I've advocated for you know, over the years uh, with my uh, advocacy previously with the Indiana Recycling Coalition. You're an advocator? <laughs> Absolutely. Ad- no, that, I, I'm not just an achiever, advocate. but <laughs> he's an advocator. Uh, but my dear friend, Heather Mayberry, she's with uh, Earth Mama Compost. Excuse me? Earth Mama. Earth, Earth Mama. Mama. And that's M-A-M-A, not M-O-M-A. Okay. Okay. Earth Mama Earth Compost. Earth Mama Compost. Okay. Yes. yes. She's over on the Northwest Allison's side. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she has a Facebook page and a website. Okay. And uh, she does offer uh, residential composting and commercial composting from ser- start services. To, from start to finish, how long does it take Earth Mama or you or anybody's compost to get from raw ingredients to hummus or, or human, humus or whatever I it is? I love hummus. hummus. I know. To get it into the now, garden. Now, wait a minute. How long does it take? We're producing hummus? Now, come on. <laughs> I, I did not. Give me a break. I'm trying to get that at the time frame in here. Uh, I knew this was about, I love hummus. I, I, I didn't know you could turn compost yeah. into hummus. This is a, such a zoo. Well, you do, and you know what? That's, so Scott, how long that's does it how take you put the from raw product to something you in the garden? artichoke hummus. I didn't. I had no Generally one year. Yeah. But if you're doing it right, one you, year. you can, you can speed, speed the process up. Uh, we'll, I'll talk about a, a commercial operator uh, that I was very Can we go back with. to Earth Mama for Earth a second? Mama. Sure. So My dear we, friend Heather. We yeah. started this out was, Terry said, what if you don't have a yard? So what does Earth Mama have to do with the person without a yard? Okay. So, so uh, Earth Mama will provide a collection bin container for the, the compostable I- ingredients. And then typically at least once a week, uh, she has a route, she picks it up, and then she takes that to another compost partner called Green Cycle. 
I know Green Cycle. All right, John yep. Repenning, another good friend of mine. And, you have uh, a lot of friends. See, I don't have any friends. Just, <laughs> There's a good just, reason yeah. for that. It's just Denny. Take me off that list. If we don't do this, the earth is going to explode, right? Oh, Terry Lynn. Dear just Lord, light a where ma- did that come from? Just to light a match around all the methane that's coming out okay. of the landfill. But, I mean, there has to be a reason why composting is, particularly among the younger generation, is really an important thing. I mean, they're doing it. They're interested in it. Sure. And so there must be a reason why composting is good. Right. Well, it's good for the environment. It's and good for the it's, environment. It's, it's, it's good for, you know, if you're, if you're a backyard gardener or if you have a green thumb, which I don't have. I'll be, <laughs> right. Um, you know, it, you can use that uh, that compostable material as a uh, uh, a soil amendment, and you know, providing those those enriched nutrients. Yep. So, and, so, and when you do that, so let me just say this: then then we're depriving Sullivan's of buying fertilizer. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> no, no. that's why he's Man, not so interested. You are in no, no, thin no. ice, pal. Let thin me, uh, ice. Let me say this. Uh, let me say this about that. It's about composting. You're right. When composting. Uh, Broke onto the market, I would say it was, had to be in the 80s maybe or late 70s. And we had, Scott, I'm telling you, we had, we must had six different types of compost bins and everybody was interested. Mm -hmm. It was a big thing. And then it just kind of, as far as, it just kind of got off the radar. I don't know if uh, people got busy, but I mean, composting was so, I mean, everybody was composting. You know, you're layering your your stuff in there and turning it. But the interest in we just do not get a lot of calls for compost, you know, apparatus, compost bins or anything like that. I bet what changes Amazon, because you can buy that stuff so cheap on the Amazon now. Notice how I said the Amazon. The Amazon. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's great, because then the and Amazon. So maybe you just don't know. The Amazon, is, the Amazon can bu- uh, burn some fossil fuel I was just while say, it's getting your vehicles uh, on the road. Your, yeah, yeah. That's that's the, use the Amazon to, so that one vehicle well can done, drive sorry. to your house and bring you a compost bin so you can save the environment. Well, well you're going to have to get in your car and come and get it here. Yeah, but you know if what? You got it. The difference. People always say that, but it's like. If, if you're buying a bunch of stuff you could buy at the grocery store, it's like truck, truck, truck. Or you could take your car and go to and shop at a local market like Kroger or something like that and pick up all your items. See how we did that? I was mostly listening. <laughs> mostly listening. So really, you like I just, saw a dog. You're, all, you're all talk. Dog just walked by. You're all talk. You don't care about the environment. Of course I do. Oh, boy. Of course I, I do. Don't think so. I don't want the earth to explode. That's not what I'm hearing. Give me this memory water. I about forgot your name. <laughs> Scott Lutaka has been our guest. I looked at you and said, what the hell's her name? Scott, if people want to learn more, what's the best place for people to learn more about composting? Um... <laughs> The, uh, ah, they can definitely the just, pure memory. It's coming back. Just do a, a Google search on residential composting. You'll find all kinds of sources there. Uh, Circular Indiana, which used to be known as uh, Indiana Recycling Coalition, also has great information. Uh, we also have Green with Indy. Uh, oh, that's cute. Greg, Greg, Green with Indy. Greg Walton. You get yeah, it? He's got a like Facebook Green page. With Indy? Yes, and he also wow. offers residential and commercial. Let the composting. man finish, folks. All right. <laughs> Well, thanks for being a guest, and uh, thanks welcome. for all you did. You know, this so, zero waste thing is a what big deal. If, um, what if you just sent your uh, waste uh, to the incinerator and just let it burn? Does that save the environment anything? No. No, absolutely not. No. 
Okay. You know, I, I, just want... I, I will say that the, the EPA uh, has lots of loopholes for uh, commercial incinerators. They, they'll, they'll claim that they had that they adhere to the regulations, yep. but the dirty little secret is uh, it's not good for the environment. No, and that's where all of our trash goes, isn't it? In Marion Most County? Pretty much Marion County, yes. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks all for right. joining us, buddy. we got to throw you Thank out you, now. No, no, that we was don't. Important. We gotta, <laughs> well, that's, we're going to do that on the oh, break, On the Pat. break, the commercial? Yeah. No, we're not. We're doing that right now. Well, we're going to do it when break. we come back. Poor Kylan sweating bullets back in the <laughs> no, studio. not. Is Thank, that you. Her Thank name, you for Kylan? having me today. I could not remember her name either. Good to have you. All right, uh, Scott, hang on. We want to yeah. talk about bread pudding and how we can recycle that when we come back. <laughs> 93 WIBC. Every day, yeah, yeah. Ooh, baby, I love your way. Every day. Oh, that's going to help me. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Uh, Scott Lataka uh, is our guest. Scott actually is on the grill department. He is a grill expert. Wow, is he a grill expert? And I expert. might ask you, Scott, since you brought it up, uh, someone had uh, someone had asked about brisket, uh, big green egg versus uh, Traeger. Did you like the way I answered that? I mean, was that summed it up, or what? What do you think? Well, I think you did a great job, and uh, thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're welcome. Um, That'll be all, sir. <laughs> yeah. But the one thing he might have uh, added is uh, invite Matt into the store, and let's see. Uh, Isn't let's, that a great idea? Let's you guys show take the him. Time. Take the time, show him, walk through the features and benefits of both products, and then Matt, help. or uh, what's your name, Scott? Scott. Where's my water? Here's your water. Get your yeah. memory water. While Pat's drinking, take a I will sip say of this. that if you ever do want some good coaching, whether it's Delano, whether it's Scott Lataka, <laughs> these guys really do know what they're Scott, doing because they do it all the time. Is. There you go. What I was going to one say, more, Scott. One more swallow, Pat, because we're going to start talking about your show. Ego is not really about Sullivan Hardware. It's oh, about, are you kidding It me? is about the global audience, and, and that, Matt, was his name Matt? Matt, correct. Sip of that water. Uh, he, he may be going down to Martinsville to an egg dealer down there or whatever. You know, I'm going to share the wealth here. This is not about me. Pat, it's about the people. Pat, repeat after me. Pork tenderloin. Okay. Tenderloin. All right, now, <laughs> now first of all, before we get to the bread pudding, Scott, uh, I have a, uh, a random text from one of our listeners. Uh, wants to know if a compost can cause a fire. Oh, that's a great question. Because wow. it gets the, the internal temperature of compost can be about 180 degrees. So, so what, would it just combust when it got too hot? Something catch on fire? like a? I would think if you use hot peppers in there. Oh, quit it. <laughs> Man. They may burst Let's in the Let's let plane. the expert answer the question. Is there a combustibility I'm issue? I'm giving him with... time to think, of, to oh, formulate a response. Oh, he's had his answer before you ask the question. All right. Great, great question. Actually, uh, that... Re residential, I don't think, Pat, that's going to be the issue. However, on a much larger scale, yep. you know, whether it's a, a green cycle, uh, you know, it's been over a decade ago. Those of you that may remember Tiffany's <laughs> mulch up on the northwest yeah. side. And, uh, you know, they used to have that airplane stuck in the side of their, yeah. their three-story mulch pile. Well, <laughs> the mulch pile caught on fire. Um, so mulch piles are one of those things that it can definitely generate a lot of internal heat. Is it and, from the methane? Where's the combustibility come? Uh, the increased temperature just and, and just the, the breakdown of the gases. And, uh, yeah, and, you know, once those fires get going, uh, they're 
almost impossible to put out. But not at home. Not at not home. Not at your little home. Right. Okay. Right. Now, I mean, maybe on your counter if you have worms. Hey, but, <laughs> just keep eating. <laughs> just keep eating it right. But our, but our good friends, John Repenning at Green Cycle, they compost in what's called windrows. And they have like a 16-foot base and about 12 feet high. And they have a special machine that they bring through a couple times a year and actually turn those piles. Okay. So it helps to wow. make sure that the, the composting uh, process is managed properly and helps to avoid those. Safely. Safely. Is yes. there any problem with taking your rototiller into a mulch pile? Uh, no. Or a composting pile? No. Okay. No. All right. All right. So let's turn our attention to the famous Scott Lataka <sighs> red pudding. Let's do. So it's what is so the good. name of this one that you... You have two recipes that you do. Correct. And so have, are these recipes, first of all, recipes that you took and kind of made changes to, to make them your own? Um, well, I think I was initially, uh, many years ago, I wrote a family cookbook. And uh, I was thinking about, you know, my grandmother's bread pudding. And then I got to thinking, as good as it was, Scott needed to put his touch on it. Okay. <laughs> so Messing so with that... his grandma. There you go. You I know. Scott, can I just say something about you? Sure. You're the type of guy that other guys hate. Because Why is that? You're because he's good at everything. Because you're thoughtful, you cook, you're making a, uh, uh, you know, a family cookbook, passing it out. He's a dream come true. He is a dream come true. But I can't sew a button on a shirt. <laughs> I know. It's not necessary. I'm not sure anybody can these days. I mean, if, if he is available... I mean, I'd date him. Me too. <laughs> yeah. That bread pudding. The bread pudding. You know, you can make a bread pudding, but it there, it really is not easy. And you make this right. You can either, sometimes when you get in it, it's just soupy. And that's Thank just you. awful. You. What's the key to, to really making a great bread pudding? Uh, I think the bread. It's bread, the bread you use. I think it's the bread. You know, I use brioche uh, bread in this, you know, recipe. Um, you know, what actually started uh, this, this, uh, Recipe was, you know, we used to have uh, holiday dinners uh, at, at Piazza Produce. Well, we would have MCL do the catering. We had mm. a lot of leftover yeast rolls, and rather than throw them out, I thought, okay, time to work on a bread pudding recipe. So it wouldn't go to waste, right? Did you use the yeast so rolls? From, I did. You, you started with yeast I rolls. I started with yeast rolls and so, then graduated uh, to uh, brioche. And it was a good way <laughs> so that you could tell your boss at Piazza that the Crown Royal, Royal peach flavored whiskey was for the Christmas party. Well, they never got to have this product. Oh, they did. Okay. All right. Man, Very special. Well, Scott, thanks for everything. It's good. You're welcome. Thank, you. So, Thank you so but much. Will you ever, I mean, so what does it take to get you to give up the recipe? Well, Pat, I think they need to sign up for a desserts and appetizers class here. Do you actually at reveal it then? I will re re reveal one it's of them. It's worth it. You know what? <laughs> uh, at uh, Ladies' Night uh, a couple weeks ago, we had 375 <laughs> ladies. And this guy shows up with seven pans of bread pudding. Oh, my goodness. And it was like Elvis had walked into the building. <laughs> wow. All of a sudden, my stage show was gone. Nothing. <laughs> Everyone's standing in line over the bread pudding booth. And if we could just learn how to make it, and the yeah. only way to do it is by taking one of the classes. That's right. That's right. Okay. Or having me bring it in. Or having you bring it bring in. But now I know how the Beatles felt. 
Yeah, <laughs> he was. Women, so women cool. were pawing all over him. It's great. Wow. It was. Good for that was, you. That's he how he got the hot He would pepper. just come walking in with a pan of bread pudding, and then they just fell in line behind him. Next time, put a crown on him well, and he send had, him through. He no. had the Speedo on. That didn't seem to affect oh, him at all. That was my life during oh, Already? But I did have a lovely lady in the audience. My mother was here that night, oh, and she got some bread sweet. pudding, so. Good. good for you. Well, thank you, Scott. You're thank welcome. you, Scott. Wow. You're right. amazing. Terrific. <laughs> good I know. Job, buddy. Dream good come job. true. The type of guy you'd hate. <laughs>